Bruce podcast. How do you decide which meal plan works for someone the best? How how do you come to that? Uh, which conclusion? meal plan or which type of nutrition structure? There you go. Another question. You just ask yourself another question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, in terms of which type of nutrition structure, it depends on the person's uh, personality, really, uh, and their work schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and their relationship to food. Some people just view few food as fuel, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a big part of their day. Um, and a lot of people as well might have, because of their work, very low um, decision-making power or ability. Okay. And if you're low on decision power just because you're making decisions all the time if you then have to make a decision on your food, mm-hmm. probably going to screw it up or make a wrong decision or it's just going to annoy you and mm. you're going to overthink it. So people who are like that, they need to be told what they're eating and where, right? right, right? right. Um, because they don't really care whether it tastes like, you know, Gordon Ramsay recipe mm-hmm. and they just want to be getting the results and not stressed out in their day. So a written meal plan, whether they prep that or have a meal prep company do it, different story but then they can just eat like clockwork and get the results and in terms of fine-tuning the calories and the macro structure it's then based on the person's weight based on their resistance training output mixed with their cardio output you know it isn't a particular meal plan that will get the results but it's the calorie balance right and also the calorie balance, uh, so say that, that, that the calorie balance, as I understand, is like the question is how many calories you burn and how many calories you take in. Exactly. So that you have that balance and the ratio. So exactly. if you have uh, m- more calories than you actually burn, that's where you get fat. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. But then there's, Simple. There's different ways to toy with things as well, right? Like, um, Well, first of all, you can't tell to your client that they're fat. I think I know that. <laughs> yeah. You have to say they're big. You can't say it. You know? <laughs> they know it in their head. But you have to say, no, nah, look, you're doing all right. But oh, man, you're just a big bone bro. <laughs> yeah. That's just another way to call me fat. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. And then other people, right, eating and maybe going out for a meal um, is a really inherent part of their, their lifestyle that they just can't break. Mm. So they they need to be given something where they have some calorie allowance for the day mm-hmm. and they can be flexible based on that and they, they leave a calorie amount for then going for dinner mm-hmm. and yeah. Wow. I like it's Different like it's ways. like so so today you have to be a good boy. You have to eat this and this. Tomorrow we can eat eat some pasta. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's like for me, it's very difficult to to accept that and understand that because all my life I just say about, you know, just be active, do stuff. And obviously, if you eat very shitty food, first of all, for me, I say you eat shitty food, it's a shitty fuel. So you're not going to have good energy. So I would say like, yeah, maybe you can eat a little bit more sometimes, but then you feel sluggish and and it's all just kind of makes sense. Mm. You know, it's like I'm not going to go and eat like three ice creams before I do my training. You know, it's like it's going to feel I'm going to feel in my body shitty. I'm going to feel this aftertaste. So I go train always on an empty stomach or if I have like maybe a cup of coffee or something. But, um, you know, everyone's different. And the craziest for me is like how people just it's difficult for me to understand how people can't just watch some YouTube videos and figure out their workout stuff and, and like, oh, maybe I'll do this and this and they need someone for them to point them with a finger what to do. What I call that is, I always call that the um, 
So there's a product for everyone. So you've either got more time mm-hmm. and less money, in which case you watch YouTube video and mm-hmm. you figure it out yourself. A lot of the people who I train and pay me to train them, if they had the time, they're smart people. They could probably figure it out themselves, right? right. Um, but they're in a position where they don't have the time, right? And they don't have that mental space. Mm. And so they have to pay more in order mm. to get somebody that's going to tell them how to do it. So, um, And that's why there's different products in online coaching, right? Like um, you would have, say, the bespoke online product where you're writing it bespoke for the person. What is the definition for bespoke? You keep using it. I'm like, yeah, what the hell yeah, does bespoke. it mean? So, um, it just sounds so fancy. Th- that's thrown around in the industry yeah. quite a lot, actually. Custom. Is the plan custom? And what would define whether or not a plan is custom is, A, it suits the person's schedule. Mm-hmm. It suits their ability level. It suits in ability level from a you know flexibility perspective as well as a strength perspective. Mm-hmm. And it fits their body's individual predispositions. So that could be they've got a postural um, issue that's right, 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 them in right. a certain way. Or some kind of injuries or yeah. stuff like that. And naturally some people have stronger muscles that grow faster than the other. So a plan should kind of account for that, right? Mm, and that's um, called bespoke. So that's something is done for them. Yeah, it's, you could just say it's it's custom. It's, it's fully aligned to their complete individuality. Um, and that's kind of where my speciality lies right writing really bespoke stuff yeah, yeah. Um, so you I usually get bespoke shoes because my feet are fucked <laughs> <laughs> and you're much more comfortable in your bespoke <laughs> shoes right exactly which is have why you seen my bespoke shorts I just got these uh, my bespoke panties <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, I'm just checking like we're about uh, an hour of time chatting so how about we having a little break okay. and then we're back uh, back talking about nutrition stuff which is really cool so we are back after our little break. Um, and the thing that we talked about in the previous segment was about nutrition. And nutrition, this is uh, such an interesting subject uh, because to p- some people, like, I think I'm one of them now where I think actually food is very simple. Mm. I feel like there's these, a lot of things you just stay away from and I kind of condition my, my brains, my body that I don't really like them anymore. Like, you know, talking about sweets or talking about fried stuff, talking about like um, uh, McDonald's or whatever. But I know what's good. And I know it's like I eat a lot of good meat. I try to eat a lot of beef, a lot of chicken and a lot of eggs, some some veggies and uh, a lot of fruit. And that's where I stick to. And I mean, I'm, I'm a huge follower of Joe Rogan's. And if he says that you eat a lot of meat, a lot of fruit is good, then I follow it. But. I do remember also when I was uh, with Dream Boys and stuff, and a lot of guys were taking like all these different vitamins, all these pills, and and I remember um, uh, he was in the first year. You, I don't think you ever met him. His name is Santino. So I remember the first year he was uh, touring with us. Every morning he would wake up and he would have a handful of all sorts of pills, and like only some of them were like the steroids or whatever, but the rest of them were the vitamins, the good stuff. Mm. And I'm like, this is insane. This is a half a glass of these pills you're just like swallowing. Yeah. And like, and I remember I used to take uh, like the uh, pro, uh, protein, sh- to do protein shakes and stuff. Now all I do is just eat like decent food and I fast in the morning and I try not to eat before I go to bed. So I try to eat my window of food uh, 
uh, intake is uh, from like two o'clock till about six o'clock, seven o'clock, and that's it. And that's what I've been doing for last probably five, six years. I'm in one year. I'm forty. Um, I feel good. I can still do all my training, all my exercise, backflips, and all that stuff. So, but then you have some people you see who are like, no, I need this nutrition plan. I need to count my calories. I need to do this. And for me, it honestly sounds like they're like reinventing bicycle. What is going on there? So be honest with me. How much of that is bullshit? What people want to hear about, you need to do this nutrition, this nutrition, that you take this pill, you take this pill. And then I, it's like me, and I know a lot of people like me who just like eat like kind of simple food, do their fasting, and they're good. Uh, so we'll separate that into two questions. The first one will be supplements as are supplements necessary, such as the pills and whatnot. Now I would say there's only a handful of supplements that are kind of definitely have useful benefits. If you live in the UK, you are probably deficient on vitamin D. Yeah, so you which is maybe yeah. vitamin D. Um, if you're on a, you know, you're trying to diet and lose weight, you might not be having that much fruit because you might not want that much sugar or carbs in your diet. So mm -hmm. you might supplement vitamin C mm -hmm. to keep your immune system good. And then creatine monohydrate is extremely proven for helping strength for, you know, weight training as well. Mm -hmm. um, but other than those... I don't think anything is completely necessary. And protein, I say to people, don't class protein as a supplement. It's a food. Mm -hmm. It's just a more easy, convenient way of getting in protein, which you could quite easily get from chicken or beef or you know eggs or fish, mm -hmm. but you're just getting it in powder form. And that could be just because, you know, you have no time to eat all day and then you can just get that in quickly in two minutes just to make sure your protein's a bit higher before bed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, all these pills and whatnot aren't necessary. Now, that guy Santino, he was bodybuilding to a really high level, right? That's true. Like, yeah. He was pretty shredded and big. Oh, you, you, know? you did meet him? Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Santino, right? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Santino, shout out, buddy. Yeah, buddy. In Italian stallion. Yeah, he was proper shredded. And <laughs> so, you know... His sheer amount of muscle tissue and the amount of glycogen and stuff he's constantly going through. I imagine in his little pile there was kind of like, you know, BCAAs, yeah, yeah, yeah. L-carnitines for extra fat burning and stuff. Just because, you know, and some of these supplements, like they might give you an extra 0.5%, mm -hmm. which he was probably hunting for, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But unless you're a competitive bodybuilder, that pill stack of 20 should only really be a pill stack of one or two. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bruno's Podcast.